Welcome to the Cross Council Podcast, where we believe that negative emotions should not run your life. Join Mary Carlton and Steve Freitag as they share the keys they've learned from over 20 years of helping people find genuine freedom and live a more meaningful life through the truth, love, and healing of Jesus. Welcome to 2022. This is Steve, and we are Sans Mary. Mary is being a grandma today. She's taking care of her sweet granddaughter, and we've got some news. Sean Sebastian, who has been our host, who we love and known for a long time, uh, God had other plans for him, and he is still connected with Cross Council, but he is no longer going to be one of the voices that you hear on our podcast. We'd love to have him back as a guest, but we have filled that void with with the guy I think you guys are going to really love. His name is John Crevillian. And he's from the La Crosse, Wisconsin area. So we've lost a little bit of Texas twang. And you'll get a little bit more of the uh, up there, north there, eh? With John. <laughs> hey there, guys. So, yeah, absolutely. Hey, yeah, John. Yeah, John, <laughs> say hi, introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. I'm John Crevillian, like Steve said. And yeah, I'll be taking over for Sean, trying to fill some very large, very technically savvy shoes. Hope I do well. And I'm really excited to be a part of Cross Council Ministries. This is a really cool thing, and I'm really happy to be here. We're, we're glad to have you. And th- there's just been this void of not doing podcasts for quite a while. We had some in the cans when when we knew that Sean was going to be leaving us, so we recorded uh, several. But this is the first time that I've sat down and and, and done a podcast in six, eight weeks, something like that. So we've we've only missed a couple of Mondays on the download, but as far as recording this is, it's just hopefully like getting uh, back up on a bike and we're looking forward to what God has in store for us in 2022. I, uh, I actually had COVID over uh, right before, right in between the holidays, actually, after Thanksgiving and before Christmas, Ooh. and it wiped me out for a couple of days. But uh, back in the saddle, and I actually feel better than I felt before. So I don't know what that's all about, but ready to go. So so we've introduced John. I just wanted to let you guys get to know him a little bit more and explain to us, John, what is your story? <laughs> what is my story? Oh, man, the big question. That's right. Name your top five fears, John. No, um, that's right. <laughs> that's later. My story, I guess, is I grew up um, in the church. Uh, I'm I'm a pastor's kid. I'm the oldest son, so that was certainly interesting. But I've always been a part of like church ministry. It's been really cool working through my faith and making it my own, which I think a lot of pastors' kids struggle with. And I think uh, a part of my story led me here. Obviously, I mean, absolutely. Like this job came to me at an incredible time where I was just finishing up something else that God was telling me to do and I had no clue what was next. So yeah, this was really awesome. But uh, yeah, I've always been a part of the church circuit or at least tried to be. I usually am in the background by the soundboard. Like if you go to my church and I'm working there and you look back and you see someone kind of like doing that face, that's me trying to figure something out. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah. And one of the things that motivated you to, to uh, 
coming across counsel as a client was uh, some issues with ADD or ADHD. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I grew up with ADHD and without knowing that I had ADHD. So that was fun. But I got diagnosed uh, in my mid to late 20s. And it was such an eye opener. And it came after a very real moment with God, where I was like, I don't understand why I'm like this, Lord. I don't know if I'll ever have an answer. But please just do whatever you need to do and just like give me this answer. And then literally the next day, my mom is like, hey, I think you might have ADHD. And so that started the uh, the journey for us, uh, for me. And yeah, growing up without a diagnosis means that there was a lot of issues that we had no way to figure out. Like there's, um, God bless my dad. He's got a very normal brain and he tries to teach people the normal way of how things work in the world. And for me with ADHD and that being kind of a learning disability, essentially, it wouldn't always strike and we would kind of miss each other's intentions a lot of the time. And, you know, that caused a lot of stress sometimes between us and because he really, really wanted me to do well, but he only knew one way to teach me. And I really, really wanted to learn, but I physically was incapable of it. Mm. So, you know, if that makes sense. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important for people to have an understanding of what's going on inside of them. Our, our perspective is, and this isn't news to you and hopefully not our podcast listeners, but a lot of the things that people get diagnosed with, maybe maybe it's genetic, maybe it's something that's just because of whatever happened in their brain chemically, there are some challenges there, but we we often forget to look at how else has this come to be in my life? How have I misinterpreted life? And, and what that can ha- what can happen is it can take something that's already a legitimate problem or challenge in somebody's life and just make it spiral further and further out of control. And, and so some of the ADD or ADHD stuff can come from misinterpreting life out of a place of fear, uh, out of a place of loneliness, out of a place of feeling trapped. And then when, you, when people don't understand that that's your challenge and you don't understand it yourself, there can be shame that's heaped on top of that. Oh, yeah. Which, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, so much of it still comes back to our lie-based thinking. And I think the more that there's an understanding of the different challenges that people face, the more it, it hopefully opens people up to having a little bit more compassion for people and looking at what, what do I need to examine in my life to be able to understand people that aren't exactly like me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so as you, you get encouraged to come to cross council, I think this is really good for people who are considering, Oh, should I, should I take the leap and jump in and, and, and uh, step into some transformational ministry? What was it like for you? Like stepping into the room for the first time? Oh man. Like, uh, before I even get to that, I got to like talk a little bit. <laughs> I got to give it some context. But um, sure. yeah, no, a friend of mine named Hillary, God bless her. She has been a huge blessing in my life. She also has ADHD. And uh, a number or like a year or so ago, she started making some videos, some media stuff for ADHD Awareness Month, I think. And she asked me and a couple others to show up and talk about our experience growing up with ADHD. And 
she had someone who was on that was immediately like they diagnosed him and he was medicated. And then she brought me in for the undiagnosed, unmedicated for most of my life. And we talked a lot about it. And it was really good and therapeutic to talk about that, first of all, just with someone who was willing to listen now that I understood what was going on. But um, through Hillary, actually, Cross Council Ministry uh, reached out to me and they were like, hey, we'd love to have you come in. We'd love to talk over some stuff that might be lingering, some, uh, you know, unresolved issues or, you know, like some negative emotions that might be kind of running your life right now. Um, right, contributing to it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. For me, I looked at it like, okay, uh, is this just more, is this just more people who love God and who are well-intentioned and have a lot of empathy and they want to see me succeed, but they don't have like the training or the knowledge to get me through some of these issues. Like God bless their hearts, but I don't think it would help. I was super skeptical at first and Hillary again, bless her. She just eventually convinced me like, no, you're going to go and it's going to be really good and God's going to use it. And I was like, okay, cool. Even, even though those people don't wear a stethoscope and wear a white lab coat and uh, yeah. talk with an accent, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, even though I'll probably just be in comfortable seating instead of a plastic chair at a doctor's office. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I prayed about it a lot and I decided to give it a shot and you know, a lot of it was God telling me, like, just, hey, just let me work, okay? Mm-hmm. Just give me the opening, and I will work. And I was like, okay, God, I trust you. And I showed up at Cross Council's ministry, and day one, I was delving into, or they were helping me just go through my psyche and to these really deep parts of hurt that I didn't even fully consciously understand that I was accessing. And oh, man, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, as I'm talking and as they they were leading me through the process, I was kind of surprised in the back of my head, like, oh, that's coming from there? Oh, that's mm. coming from there? No, it still goes deeper? What in the heck? You know? So, it was like it was like pulling up a weed, you know, and not realizing how deep the root was on it. So, it was really, really cool. Or, or eye-opening, I guess, is a better word to see just how deep a lot of this stuff runs that we don't even think about. We think it's like a surface level thing that we just get really worked up over. And it's really not. It's just, it's so connected a lot of the time. Yeah. I love that. I love how you said that. And and just going back to like Hillary gathering you and, and, and somebody else to talk about ADD, ADHD kind of stuff. And I love it when it's just this gathering, it's, it's, it's a means to an end, hopefully not an end in itself. Because if it's just, okay, we're going to gather, we're going to talk, we're just going to like commiserate with one another and pour us, that, that doesn't go very far, but it's, okay, yeah, this is where we're at. What do we need to engage with? What does the Lord want to do inside of me to transform me? And that's yeah. where I love that you took that step. And spoiler alert, Hillary's taken that step too. That's why she's talking to so many people about it and <laughs> yeah. as a guest on the show soon when we have uh, six hours for a podcast that'd be great <laughs> yeah for real she's awesome i love her <laughs> yeah so so after you stepped in with uh with cross council for one or two or three times what did you notice happening inside your heart boy i think a lot of it like especially after that first time 
was realizing how closed off I was that I wasn't even consciously aware of because it was so hard initially to just get in there and to like really examine those emotions and to like really understand why I was feeling that way and to realize, oh my gosh, this has been years, if not decades of me covering that and like not allowing that to heal properly, you know, and it takes a lot of effort to um, get in there and to like really pull out that poison, which is what it was, and, you know, actually get that healing. So it was tough, man, but it was so worth it. It was incredible. Yeah. I. You hit on a really key word, effort, because we can run from that word. I don't think we have to earn God's love. I don't think we earn the transformation that he has for us, but we do have to take those steps. Mm-hmm. What, what's cool is when you take the effort and you have these transformational moments with Jesus, what people find is they don't have to maintain that healing. That's yeah. effortless in certain areas where they can still go back to uh, experiences where the Lord cleaned things up. And it's like, I can't even imagine the anger or the shame or the fear that I felt there. I mean, I can sort of, I remember that it was there, but I I can't even like bring it up inside of me because of the light, the love, the truth that Jesus brought into that place. Yeah. And actually that's something I can definitely speak to personally. Like a lot of what I was experiencing was because of who I am as a person. Like me and my dad are both very strong willed. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So growing up, if things didn't, work between us. We locked horns a lot. And um, I was already kind of like a, a pessimistic leaning personality. So it was super easy for me. I learned really quickly, like how to like get angry and how to like, let that fuel me towards things. And what like the first thing that we hit on at cross council, when I first showed up, we were going into that anger and we were trying to figure out where that was coming from. And it went back to like this one moment of, you know, me struggling to understand what my dad was teaching me and my dad struggling to, you know, frustrated with himself that he couldn't teach me because he felt like he was failing. But me as a child, not understanding that and thinking that he was frustrated with me and uh, Steve and uh, Carol, they kind of led me to that place and they led me in prayer for that place. And they, they asked, what is Jesus telling you in this moment? Is he speaking to you? Is he with you in this moment? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I got a word from God. I started bawling. It was great. But going back to that, I don't know how to describe it, but like, I can't access that anger anymore because it's not there. It's not, it's hidden or I've got it under control or I'm stuffing it. It's, it's just gone. It's just resolved. And there's like a level of peace there that I have not felt since then. And I was like 11 at the time, you know, and my relationship with my dad, it was good. It's a lot better now, I think, even on a subconscious level for me. So if that makes sense. I hope so. I hope the people who are listening to this uh, are inspired by it and begin to understand that emotions don't have to be so mysterious. They aren't just there. Emotions are there because of what we deeply believe. And we hold on to anger. We hold on to resentment, bitterness, whether we're recognizing it or not, because there's 
still these vulnerable emotions that are driven by these core lies that we believe about ourselves. And many of us have grown up in the church and they say, people say, well, I don't believe any lies. I believe in the, I believe the Bible. Well, your theology might be good, but what's going on in your heart can be pretty yeah. messed up. It's a lot more complicated. Our hearts are way more com- complicated than our minds are. As complicated as our minds are, our heart, if, however you want to divide that up, you can probably get real picky with that. But maybe the left brain is not is super complicated, but the right brain put, puts it to shame with, with <laughs> just how amazingly tangled things can get. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah, you can't even access that because when you experience the truth of God, when Jesus through his spirit brings that truth, it's not like all of a sudden it's, it's, it's true. It's always been true, but your eyes are open to the reality. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly. a huge thing. That, that's mm-hmm. really important. It's not like all of a sudden, well, now I know it's true. Well, now you know it's true, but it's always been true. You've just awoken to that. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good way to put it too. It's it's seeing the man behind the curtain. You know, it's okay. No, this has always been true. Now I understand. God brought me here to show me what the truth was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and you're in a place to receive it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which can't in any way be minimized. No, God absolutely wants to work in our lives, and He wants to bring that healing but we need to take the steps to let him in and to allow him to work in those places. I absolutely believe that. I've kind of staked my life on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I would guess that Steve also believes it. Everyone listening. (laughs) Well, yeah. Thank you. uh, Thank you, Steve, for bringing me aboard this whole endeavor, just to be a part of God moving through this ministry Uh, for everyone listening at home. I'm really excited about season two of the podcast. I'm excited that I get to be a part of it, and I'm excited for uh, Mary to join us next time. Definitely check out the rest of our podcasts wherever you listen to them, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. And uh, check out our website if you've got some time. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks, John. Thank you. (laughs) Our next podcast will start season two. Finally, remember to subscribe, rate, share with your friends, and look for us on social media. The world will become a much better place and Jesus will be seen in a much better light the more we are transformed by his truth and love.